Welcome back, Knuckle Buddies. Good to have you again. It's been a bit, so I just wanted to remind you that if you want to support your local content creators here at Knucklebones, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash knucklebonespod, or you can leave a one-time tip at Ko-Fi, and you can get more information at knucklebonespod.com if you want. While I'm doling out info, let me just say, if you're not into the chit-chat before the game, feel free to hop to right about the 12-minute, 30-second mark, and, uh, hey, Dad, you out there? Maybe you just skip to that mark as a favor to me. Thanks. Enjoy episode 9, everyone. I'll talk to you soon. Previously on Knucklebones. Our yet unnamed crew arrived in the downtrodden city of Kresha, where all your hopes and dreams go to wither and die, a place where the strong and cunning survive and the weak and feeble are sold or killed. Liza and Thelma split off from the group to check out the romp house, an all-in-one restaurant, pawn shop, and seedy hotel motel brothel, where Liza was able to convince the shopkeep that their average dagger was worth a small fortune. Meanwhile, Gaultier, Babitha, and Blep went to meet with Mayor Sherrington to discuss their situation. The mayor was not what they were expecting and was, let's say, beyond receptive to helping them out. But they'd have to do her a little favy fave. Kill the guy running a little under the table tax-free situation. A guy named Billiam who runs a place called the Romp House. And what's more, the crew was to send a gruesome message to any others who thought that they could get away with cheating the city. Find out what happens now on Knuckle Bones! All right. Uh, what is that? Boobs, butts, or bones? The latest flash game coming to a computer near you. That's a callback to something that no one <laughs> will know about. Me? It's like cleavage pictures, just like the original, except just every fifth one is just like a femur. It's just not even close. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a close end of the butt it's, end of a it, bone. It's just, it's just like, it's on a table. You can see the whole thing. It's clearly just a bone. That's, that's the trick. They're all uh, boob or butt bones. So if you click bone, you always are wrong. <laughs> this, this was at one point a butt, so... You, fucking bad well for for everybody at home who's not one of my my dear close friends who knows it's been a little while since we recorded because i got a chance to get out of town and go visit the great plains of montana why did you say that as a question i don't because is it because you're not sure if it was montana you're not sure if they're (laughs) plains or you're not sure if it was great i mean so where i was at was definitely all plains but i don't know if it's if that's like what Montana is known for, are they known for like hills or something? Are they known for anything? I, I mean, hills or something feels too They're known to for answer. horses. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. There was horses, there was rifles, there was whiskey, and there was prairie dogs. Ooh, that's Montana, prairie baby. Dogs. Is uh, Brokeback Mountain is in Montana? Wait, is Brokeback Mountain an actual place? Is it a mountain? I never thought about it for more no than a clue, second. My, I just assumed dude. it was a cool sounding movie title. Is that a real mountain? I Rip Heath Ledger. <sighs> well, all that's to say, it's been a little while since we actually got together and got to play. So it's good to see you guys. I missed you with all my heart yeah. and soul. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Galtier dies. <laughs> 
It was well, that's quick great, because I got my new character, and he sounds like this. <laughs> God, guys, oh, the story I, is going to get so I, bad. I can, I can sustain that for exactly that long. That was all I had. <laughs> That'll never happen again. That hurt physically. I do have to say, uh, as soon as Sierra uh, moves down to California full-time, I'm going to be able to go fucking <laughs> buck wild. No one will be able to come open a door and look at you like, excuse me? Nope. <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be like, yeah, let's just go fucking balls out. <laughs> Wait. Uh, F- figuratively, yeah. right? Because oh, we're, uh, 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 we're, we're on camera. What, and what I Max, just want to know what we're... Yeah, what what we're, Max means is Liza will sound exactly the same on the podcast, but we'll all see Max's balls. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, put them away. Put them away. Nobody wants to see it. Hey, hey, hey Max, don't, close the, Max. Don't close the flap. Don't speak for me, Nick. <laughs> Matt, I just have to say to that at the right angle, your front couple curly cues, um, they really want... They want to be exaggerated into flock of seagulls hair. And I ran. I ran uh, so yeah. far away. This is this is the awkward grow out phase where I get weird like white guy fro where my hair's not curly enough to curl and just be cool and curly, but it's too curly to just like get to lie down. Mm-hmm. And so it's just that awkward thing yeah. where it looks like I put pounds and pounds of product <laughs> to get a huge poofy wave, but it just does this <laughs> shit. I don't. It's all natural, baby. Why I, I keep uh, trimming the side shave every time I, it have... starts to get uh, grown out, and it's weirdly thick and curly and healthier than the rest of my much, 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 much longer. Ooh, oh yeah, that's a nice ducktail. I get that. Ducktails. It's like playing playing hockey back in the day, sticking out of the helmet, you know? See, that's a different reference for me. I was going to say you're definitely a lax bro. What is a lax bro? Cross. Explain, child. A lacrosse bro? Oh, by the way, Nick. So lacrosse is hockey for people who (laughs) can't ice skate. Oh, okay. Oh, it is. It is uh, hockey for extremely rich white dudes who can't do. It is also. To be fair, hockey is also for extremely rich rich white dudes. Yeah, that's for rich white dudes. It's it's a very cost prohibitive sport. You can't just. But it's only rich white dudes who were born in January. See, hockey players are normally uh, rich white dudes born in September, right after the cutoff date, so that they start school uh-huh, <laughs> the next year, and they're older than everybody else in uh, their school. See, we're all born in September, because you know what mom and dad were up to in December in the cold, baby? Yeah! Se- Max, sex. Yeah, they were holding hands. Sex. I'm talking about. They were holding hands. They were holding hands. They were holding hands. <laughs> oh, I'm. I, I mean, I'm a. I'm a anniversary baby. I know that. <laughs> Do, okay. Did your parents tell you that explicitly? No, but math. I'm, okay. Math. I. I know what I feel is a shocking number of people who were like, yeah. At some point, my parents were like, well, you know how you were conceived, and you know what information I fucking never want? That... How I was conceived? Yeah. yeah. Can, I, can I tell you the story of how I think it happened for me? <laughs> yeah, baby. Please, please tell us. No, I've never told this conception. story before. I've never told this story. I actually know for a fact that I was not an accident, so let's just start there. I'm 90% sure I was. I'm the, I'm the son of an immigrant, okay? Now... <laughs> 
What a preamble. <laughs> so, so my, <laughs> I'm, the son, I'm the son of an immigrant. This is what I think happened, okay? I think that it was getting on to be the 4th of July, and my papa was thinking, wow, I am so happy to be an American. Let's get something going on. And God, with the flag behind you, this is and just... dude, and he's got the flag behind him. He's got sparklers in each hand, and he's just going for it. Oh my God, <laughs> calling like an eagle. Sparklers. He's, he's got like a. He's got that American flag behind you right now, strapped around his shoulders. And this was the flag coming I was in like a boxer, a baby. <laughs> I always noticed one of the stripes was more of an off-white, but I didn't know why until just now. Hey, don't you tarnish my flag. That's a perfect flag over He's there. It's just like... <laughs> Jesus Christ. These colors don't run. They just come and they come and they come. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, that's how I was conceived. <laughs> and if that doesn't tell you everything you need to know about me, nothing ever will. What's more horrifying to me is that I was born like exactly nine months from the 4th of July, whereas Nick was nine months and a week. So apparently his family just continued to celebrate. They just, no, 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 no. They just started on the 4th and didn't finish. Until the 11th. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Is your dad sting? (laughs) (laughs) He was stinging my mom, I'll tell you that. Mexican sting. Yes. I hope for their sake they never listen to this show. Mexican Sting. <laughs> Michael, use his, real, use, use his real name. El Sting. El Sting. <laughs> Be culturally sensitive, okay? Clearly. My favorite thing in the world is when... Uh, I'm, so, like, I'm so ashamed of everything I just said. <laughs> but, but it was the truth. Have you guys seen those, like, tank tops... That are like, uh, it's like George Washington on a Velociraptor with machine oh, yeah. gun. Like, yep. oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm just picturing that art style, but since I've never met your father, I just have like a weird version of Nick, just like older, like mm-hmm. movie style in my head. <laughs> and it's very funny. <laughs> just sparklers out. I mean, honestly, you take Nick, you break his nose a couple of times, and you make his skin yeah. darker and his hair longer, and you've got Nick Andra. I am, I am pretty similar looking to him, I think. Me, me and my dad are that way too. I mean, look at this mustache. My dad and I. are Can you hear that in the microphone? Well, listen and, to it. Uh, he's a man. That's God. my mustache. Nothing is sadder than you asking us if we can hear your mustache yeah, and, and us not being able to. <laughs> well, well, nobody can see it, so. I, and, uh, the, and that's not just for the listeners. That's everybody that's in my entire I, real life. Nobody can see it. Boys, <laughs> well, would Max. you like to share your beard sounds with us? Um, none of my siblings and I look alike, so that's been a question my whole life. Hmm. My dad traveled a lot. Uh, oh, oh, that make, making it spicy now, Max. You just need to take ancestry uh, contests. I know. Hey, and remember, Ancestry.com, if you want to sponsor us. <laughs> I have to yeah. say that I think that with my experience with Ancestry, maybe just don't. Look, if you want to sponsor <laughs> like, us for DNA tests, we, we will give you this quality content about Nick's dad and how he fucks every single episode. Uh, I found out that my dad had two illegitimate siblings from two other women born with You see what I mean? Like him uh, via Ancestry.com. These aren't so, good things that you find out via Ancestry.com. Yeah, it turns out my grandpa got around and had a couple affairs around the same time that he was uh, doing uh, grandma. And so 
I have two ants that I So ancestry. Met. If we send you uh, Nick's Can we send uh, American you, flag, could you derive the <laughs> DNA from the American flag, or do you just ring it out? Or um, <laughs> well, I hate to say it, but work? it's so long since ringable. It's been it's been Ancestry. thirty years and it's still wet. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking gross. There might be more to this story than anybody thought. <laughs> <laughs> No, it it's not, it's not wet. It's just it just stands up straight. It it doesn't have anything pu- like like holding it up rigid. right now. It's propped up against the wall. <laughs> I got something else that's back up against the wall, and it's you guys. Your backs are up against the wall at the romp house. Was that well, it, was that I, is that something? Oh, I don't think that was anything. But I mean, we can. I'm rolling with can, it. I'm done. That. I'm done pretending that I can find good segues. That's I, it. We're in. I love you immediately asking if you segued or not. Like it's up to you, bud. Yeah, you get to decide. You're the DM. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You, you. Great fucking segue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Welcome to game time. Do you guys want to take a yeah. deep breath in? Everybody, do take. Let a deep it breath. out. Put your game faces on. Good evening, bone boys, skeletes, osteoembies, cotton kids, various vertebrates, and all you cartilaginous critters in between. Welcome back to Knuckle Bones. All right. Let's play. Okay, now I'm going to read the lyrics of Who Let the Dogs <laughs> Out? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. Max, quick question: Was the party nice and/or bug? Um, a yippee yo <laughs> Everyone was having a ball. The restaurant side of the romp house is laid out similar to a good old-fashioned deli. There's a few tables with salt and pepper shakers and a few beat-up chairs at each one. There's a counter behind which a middle-aged man with crooked teeth and a worn leather vest talks with Liza and Thelma and behind him are rows and shelves of random and assorted goods. The Romp House Pawn Shop. Just to their right, a corridor lined with doors and a single flittering light bulb runs in the opposite direction of the restaurant. Gaultier, Babitha, Bleb. You find yourself standing under the hand-painted sign of the Romp House. The hour is late, but your objectives are clear. Kill Billiam at the Romp House and get information from Mayor Sherrington as to the location of the brilliant white meteor shard. What do you guys do? Uh, as we were leaving off last week, Babitha was bursting into the doors demanding clay and gum arabic and pigments, uh, immediately ordering supplies that she could potentially use to sculpt uh, a dummy head uh, to hang from the sign. It's a backup plan while we troubleshoot and problem solve here. Um, I imagine yeah. on our way back to the romp house, though, Gaultier and Babitha and Blep would have had a little bit of time to kind of discuss amongst themselves. Um, yeah, I think I think while Babitha is doing that, Gaultier has sort of beeline to Liza and tried to pull them aside. Uh, and someone, you know, and sort of like catching them up on the events and saying like, well now of course, 
I agreed immediately to the mayor's proposal, but something here just doesn't quite sit right. I think this fish is a little rotten, if you get my meaning. Are you talking with Thelma as well? No, I wanted to pull Liza away from Okay. Yeah, the mayor sounds fucking batshit, man. Like, no bones about it. I, I do believe we may have embroiled ourselves. Hey, 50 experience points for Eliza Strobachel. Take them, take them. Oh, is this is this how Sorry. we get experience points now? I just this, did the ugliest, just I for the viewers at home, way. I did I the ugliest you, wink possible. I can give you meager amounts of experience points for meager jokes. Ooh, shots fired. <laughs> Um, Sorry. My meager self. Yeah. Thanks, you. Well, Liza, I, I do believe we may have embroiled ourselves in uh, some sort of intrigue here. Uh, and I want to sort of gesture over to Babitha. Uh, it seems our, our Auntie Babs here has a plan, but uh, I'm not entirely certain what she's meaning to do. Babitha, you're talking with uh, the guy behind the counter trying to get this stuff? Yeah, he's kind of leaning back on his shelves, rooting through some stuff. I'm sorry, did you say that you were looking for chalk? Or did you say wax? Or what was it you're looking for again? And he's like throwing stuff to the sides, digging through a couple of shelves. Well, I was looking for obviously uh, various various pigments and some some sort of binder, a gum arabic perhaps that I was given a nice sheen, um, some sort of- Ah, gum um, arabic. And he throws a, how does gum arabic come in? A stick? <laughs> Bottle. I don't know what I don't know what it is. It's a, it's <laughs> it was a bottle of gum arabic at you. There's one. Uh, I'm also going to need some clay. Um, a kind of. Um, oh, I did get some modeling clay. Let's see. Any kind of fibers that could simulate hair, kind of in in your general shade. <laughs> he, he pauses. If you could explain to me just. Just for a second, what kind of project are we working on here? Maybe I could be more helpful. Oh, so sorry. I'm saving your life. Um, I maybe, I just kind of uh -huh. skipped about 30 steps ahead. I do that sometimes. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, turns out some people want you dead, but uh, you seem all right. You seem pretty chill. Uh, I figure, you know, you help us out. We help you out. <laughs> and, uh, you know. Nobody, nobody I'm sorry. has um, to die. You know, I, yeah, I want to help you out real bad. You seem like a, like a real genuine fellow. <laughs> You're saving my life. Um, uh. Nope, I'm so, you know what? The mayor wants to kill you. Oh, yeah, thank you, Liza. Sorry, I just, you know, I skipped ahead well, and I just thought. Uh. Well, now, hold, hold, hold on a minute. Excuse me, fine proprietor of this establishment. Is there perhaps a more private place that we could talk? I should have, you know, yeah. I should have known she was going to come after me eventually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I can't exactly, uh... Okay, 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 don't, okay, okay. Don't you worry. We'll have our uh, assistant here man the counter for you while you're gone. Uh, Babitha, get, get your froggy man up here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, 
yeah, absolutely. Blep is already approaching the counter as Gaultier is saying that Blep is headed right over to the counter. I'm so in love with this. Swinging it open, open the little bifurcated doors, saloon style, and tips his hat at William and, you know, sits in wait. Customer service pose at the ready. Liza, you do bring up a good point. Perhaps we should add Thelma into the mix as well. She's a perfectly capable human who may not uh, poison and kill people with serving, with touching things. Thoughts? Blep holds up his hands. He's got his little finger oh. gloves on. Oh, okay. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I forget about the finger, finger gloves because most of the time him and I are just like chilling. Uh, yeah. w- once again, I am mystified by the use of the word glove here. Uh, but that's a... a issue for another time. You don't wrap it? Blep, if you feel like you need something, just, like, croak really loud and somebody will come out, okay? It's not that hard. Like, it's just a counter. That's what I, I know, right? <laughs> like, they think you can't handle it. It's you can, insane. You can speak to this animal? Well, I... It's just conversational, Grung, is all. It's not like a... I'm not, like, fluent. Um, you are full of surprises. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. Now... Uh, Billy, come on, let's go. Um, and you guys walk like behind the counter off to the right. There's this corridor with uh, all these doors in it. And he's looking at them as he's going and he's kind of muttering to himself, that one's full, that one's full. Somebody in there, that one's full. Okay, I guess this is what we got. <laughs> and uh, he opens up the, the last door on the left. And <laughs> this room is a very small, we'll call it a powder room for posterity's sake. Well, you you know, you asked for someplace a little more private, and I guess, well, I guess this is what we have. Crooked teeth, he smiles, like, very awkwardly. So... Liza covers mouth and nose because William's breath is not great. It's just mm-hmm. a powder room. The potpourri makes it smell great. Don't pretend like it stinks in here. So, um, do you have a plan to help Billy, or... Well, I figured we'd find out why exactly the mayor want him dead you know we'll figure out what kind of situation we could leverage you know the, uh, listen i am the 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 ideas lady right my idea mm-hmm. was to to get a head start on this this pseudo billion a little well not so not so little i mean no offense billion but your head isn't exactly small i am going to need all <laughs> of the modeling clay perhaps um do you have any decorative gourds we- uh, now, Marifa, we can we can get down to the gourds later, but uh, William, you didn't seem very surprised that uh, perchance the mayor would want to shuffle off your mortal coil. Well, yeah, no, I mean... A weird way of saying kill someone. Why would you say it like that? Don't you hear that's such a strange I, As I have phrase. mentioned before, I'm a man of many letters. <laughs> Including the letters S-T-I. <laughs> well, yes, they, those are foundational letters in the alphabet. I don't understand. <laughs> Thelma, Thelma and Billiam, like, look to each other for a second, a little bit nervous, and they kind of start, not bickering, but kind of, like, whispering back and forth to each other. That looks like a butt. That's not what they whispered. Mike's hand just looked like a butt. They start whispering <laughs> to each other. Do you, should, do you want, should I, or, um, no, you should, not, I don't, I'm not, I just, you do it, you do it, you do it, you do it. You tell him, you tell him. Well, now one of you has got to say something. 
Okay, no, I'll tell you guys because, like, we're pretty tight now. We've been, like, we've worked together for, like, two straight days, which is pretty good for a couple of strangers, if I'm not mistaken. No, 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 Yeah, no one's killed each other yet, so this is good. Billiam and I may or may not be part of a large underground criminal syndicate in the city. Sure, that checks out. That's exactly what we thought. Yes. This is news to literally <laughs> no one. I mean, no human. None. This is no, no like, one. Even no wait, one. you guys knew this? At least one grum knew as well. Yes. I mean, listen, yeah. darlings. It is not. <laughs> it is not hard to put one and one together here. I mean, I, I thought I just, we knew. I can't believe that you guys knew and you didn't say anything. Listen, we're chill, right? We're cool. Do you remember we're how cool, we met, you know? Thelma? Do you remember the way that we met each other? Well, yeah, but I mean... We all almost killed each other. I was just other. trying to rob you guys. Yeah, we were right? uh, and then quite we aware. Uh, uh, there it is. Now, now yeah, she's with us. Okay. Yes, yes. But the, but the thing is, is like... It's not that easy. It's not that simple. We're just trying to give ourselves a, a fair edge in Kresha. Oh, sure, sure. Understandable, understandable. The mayor wants to tax us half of our incomes that we make. It's not sustainable. Oh. Listen, we'll I die. can look at the city around here and I can tell you that whatever they're spending your tax dollars on, it is it's not infrastructure because there is literally trash everywhere here. Billiam and Thelma immediately get like super serious and like <sighs> exactly. Oh, exactly. Where are they what? going? Well, clearly into the mayor's pockets, or unless of course the mayor has debts. Why should we trust the mayor to take our money? Because the mayor is in charge, and of course the citizens' duty is to pay their taxes to the government and the king. That is how society has Gautier, functioned in a civilized way for Gautier, a number of years. Gautier, have you known, have you known of our good king to ever tax his, his subjects 50%? Thelma now, puts course, her hand palm up to you. Huh? As a member of a, one of the old houses, uh, I have never dealt with taxes directly. But <laughs> I, I assume this is a reasonable tax rate for all of the peasantry, uh, <laughs> as it were. Can I ask you a question, shiny night boy? Oh, yes, you may. Thanks. What if we could do more good for Kresha by keeping the money? Well, I don't understand how that would work. Seems to me like with extra money, you might just add more items to the pawn shop or more little rooms in the back of your brothel here. Uh, doesn't seem like you would be out there picking up trash like a good Samaritan, William and Thelma. But certainly, somebody who doesn't have a job could be given some of that money to go pay up some, to pick up the trash. I mean, that seems like a good use of time. I mean, listen, did you smell that guy out there? Did you smell him? Hypothetically speaking, we launder some money and we sure, pay sure, people sure. to do things. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm following. The way that it works over here our shops collect some money, we uh -huh. take it home, uh -huh. and at home we distribute it in a more fair and reasonable manner. Uh -huh. We don't need to deal with the mayor. She doesn't do anything. Interesting, interesting. 
do you have any kind of uh, social services? Are there uh, law enforcement, uh, crisis intervention teams, uh, mental health professionals, exorcists? I heard there was a good, you know, there's, I mean, not to, I'm not being boastful, I'm not actually from the city, but they've got a really good uh, kind of universal exorcist program that they're- Look, maybe if you just give us a chance- I'm realizing now that Thelma and William sound fairly similar. Yes, I can't tell which one of you is mansplaining to me. Now, if you just give us uh... a chance. <laughs> I just had something Thelma. stuck in my throat before, but it's all cleared up now. Well, wow, oh, Thelma's Thelma, voice got with so much better. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We did it. What a what a uh, what a heel Nick, turn. Can I? Um, <laughs> Wait, I you wanted... Thelma took a heel turn? Hold on a second. <laughs> Nick, I think you're I, giving her way too much credit. <laughs> I want to use my um, tactical assessment ability to roll an insight check on. Uh, really, what Galtier is looking for is like, are they doing good things with the money? Like, they're telling us this. Do I feel like that's like true? Is it really a good community thing that they're doing, or is that just what they call it when they take the money and run? You know. <laughs> yeah, sure, that's fair. Uh, what does a D8 look like? Oh, here we go. Okay. Okay. What did I say? Inside check? Inside check? Uh, 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 19. Mm, that's a very good roll. The feeling that you're getting off of both of them, the way that they are interacting with each other, discussing, like, should you tell? Should I tell? How much should we talk? Should we tell them everything? Um, like, this, the, the impression that you're getting is, like, they genuinely think that they're doing a better job than this mayor is. So, Liza has just been sitting there listening the whole time and is truly conflicted because they are a kind of self-sufficient person, but also realize that like most of the people who think that they are doing the good thing are normally not the people who are actually doing the good thing. Mm -hmm. So there's a bit of conflict here because the mayor, Liza was not there to see the mayor and really like take in everything for themselves. But when it comes to these folks, it's not like they are exactly enamored with uh, Thelma or Billiam. So I think, listen here, I, I think the big thing here is that you have this man Pops, right? Like, you've talked about Pops quite a bit. I think you told him about Pops. we go to Pops. Yeah, of course I told him about Pops. They, you, look, I, Bill, you don't understand like how I got wrapped up with these guys. Willow, it was a whole thing with Willow and it's a whole deal. Yeah, Willow was not happy with this dumb little one right here. Okay, uh, okay. And... Left her, you know, initially was just going to leave her to die. This is neither here nor there. Yeah, I can brutal. deal with Willow with it was Pops. Brutal. Okay. No, you know what? Like, I wanted to take you to Pops anyways. You are going to take him to Pops? <laughs> this guy took a turn and I love it. Billy, 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 Billy. This one's a knight, and these two are with the coven. Like, yeah, I was gonna Yippee. take him to pops. If that's where we want to go, then like we should go. And especially, it's dark out, so hopefully we won't be followed, right? Like now's the safe time to go, right? But I mean... first, but first, what about what about my head though, and like the clay and the. Uh... 
Well, we've got a couple of things going for us. So the mayor has confirmed that she doesn't know what the fuck you look like. Um, uh, but that she knows that you're the proprietor. Unfortunately, other people are in fact going to know what you look like, right? So my plan is I'm going to make a fake head that looks like yours. I'm going to make it look as real as possible. In fact, if we had access to another head that we could somehow just like really beat in. And then after that, I'm going to beat the shit out of your face to the point that it is, oh, oh. Uh, from down the hall uh, on the front side uh, of the... Uh, coming! Coming yet! Coming! <laughs> As we head back towards the front, I want to sidle up to Billy and say, like, now, uh, my lovely lady partners here uh, got a little bit ahead of themselves. Uh, do you have a place you could uh, disappear to? I don't think you'll be able to remain here and crush us. You are shocked into silence as you enter back into the main restaurant area. As you guys are walking back down this hallway and you get a view, um, so the way that you walk out of this corridor, you're going to see like behind the counter, kind of the uh, the register area, and you see Blep, and he's looking back at you guys croaking, and he's pointing his frog fingers into the restaurant area, the dining room area, and you guys see standing in this area is this huge mangy two-headed dire wolf and on the back of this dire wolf is this like beefy built goblin he's got this vest the sleeves are torn off of it he's got a rope belt and he's got a short sword in one of his hands atop this two-headed mangy dog he's sitting patiently and as you guys walk in now silenced he says so where's billy bring him out bring him out Bring him out. I believe he just ran out the back, actually. That's where we're coming back from. He he ran. Yeah, we were trying to kill him. It was kind of a bummer. Sorry. Apparently there are tunnels. What do you guys take me for? You think I've never been to the romp house before? There ain't no back door out there. I spent time in every single one of them rooms. I said out the back. He went out the Go small window in the get powder room. Billy. Don't like you. Oh, I don't like it when you lie to me, you? little lady. Where the fuck are you? Why do I have to listen to you? Uh, Nick, I assume Billiam just like didn't come out all the way because we were like down a hallway, right? Yeah, I kind of think that like as you got silenced and he saw this like silhouette in the corridor, he kind of like hopped to the side just out of view and is hanging out in the hallway. From from where we're at, can I see him? Yeah, I think that so like you guys are. There's like a passageway and he's like tucked in the corner of the passageway and you could like make eye contact with him and make eye contact with this goblin. Liza, I, I want Liza to go and change into Billiam and come back out and then kill the guy himself. You know what I want to do? I want <laughs> to have all three of you guys roll those bones. And by bones, I mean initiative. You guys mind doing that for me? Okay. I mean, I've, oh, I I fucking mind. <laughs> I have to go get my my owlbear that's hanging from my ceiling. Right <laughs> Alberto is his name. Alberto should be. That's a uh, fourteen for Babs and Bleb. What do you got, Gautier? Uh I roll the natural one for a total of nice. four. Okay, mm -hmm. not great. Some would say that's less than ideal. I got a 17. 
Liza team. So you guys are in this corridor currently on your way into the restaurant portion, the restaurant and pawn shop portion. The corridor that you're in is probably a good solid five feet wide, 20, 30 feet long. And where it breaks off into the restaurant portion, the restaurant portion is a, is a fair square, about 30 foot by 30 foot. Immediately to the left coming out of the corridor that you're in is the door into this building. If you go through the corridor and to the right, you're gonna find yourselves in this restaurant area. And on the far side of the restaurant area is, it would have been windows that lined the front side. It would have been a nice view back in the day, but now it's just kind of boarded up, broken glass and things like that. It's not really that nice, unfortunately. Blep, however, is between the wall to your right and the counter that's just in front of it. Liza, you are up first, conveniently enough for you. What would you like to do? So. Liza is going to just say, you go thus, I will go get the sad little man in the back. Can you please just give me a sec? He's going to put up a fight. <laughs> I hope he does. Give me one good excuse for one good pope. <laughs> I hated that you just said that. That was so bad. Um, and Liza's just going to turn around and as they are walking back into one of the rooms they are going to move their hand kind of like by their hip and just kind of duck down or or kind of as a signal to billiam to like scooch out of the way like try and be like stealthy and uh and then i'm gonna take my action to change into billiam and does a disguise kit also take an action I think that it I basically... would. I think yeah. it would take longer. Okay. Then, fuck. Because I, I don't want to be wearing the same clothes. Yeah, just just go slow. I'll follow you back there. Just make him naked, dude. Okay. Yeah, grab a sheet. Wrap it around your waist. Yeah, okay. It's a brothel, uh, right? I guess I'll... Yeah, there's a powder room with a couple of small towels back there. I guess uh, Liza's going to lose some AC. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess I'll go in the powder room trip down to the skivvies. I'm going to give Billiam the smallest penis <laughs> on the planet. Just Dang. absolutely so small, so much bush, you can't even Do see. Do me it. a favor and make sure that you adjust your AC properly. I think it's I think it's just yeah. 10 plus dex, but double check make sure on your next yeah. round that you've got the right numbers figured out. It okay. is. I'm at I'm at 12. Nice. It's going to be awful. <laughs> uh, well, I mean your regular is only like 14, right? It's not that much or not a huge difference, right? I mean, it's 10% difference. Okay, get out of here with your mathematical calculations. That's not what this game is about. What this game is actually about is Blep and Babitha addressing this guy on the two-headed dire wolf. Yeah, this, this is a little bit of a weird one, isn't it? Uh, I have no fucking idea who this guy is. So do I take a offensive action? I think first and foremost, when this unruly little goblin on his filthy little dog start insulting Auntie Babs, that Blep immediately starts viciously croaking expletives and <laughs> uh, demeaning messages at in in at, grung in grung at, at the goblin. Yes. Okay. So. Um, he just croaks 
uh, while staring deeply, deeply, deeply into the goblin's eyes, matching his black eye for black eye, not, not blinking, not showing any expression, and just letting out a strong spew of... And as fantastic as your dictation is, what is there a mechanical effect to this? Yes, um, what we uh, know this as is vicious mockery. Oh, that sounds very familiar to me. Okay. Yes, yes. So, <laughs> um, uh, this string of insults is laced with subtle enchantments, and so this goblin basically feels really bad, and he's gonna take three psychic damage and has this advantage on the next attack it makes. But it does have to make a wisdom saving throw, right? Wisdom save, you say, eh? Okay, he rolled a 10 on his save, so he will take three points of damage and have disadvantage, that's right, right? That's correct. You got it, dude. Great. Anti-Bab is, I could not agree more with you, Bless, as she sends forward a ray of sickness at the goblin. I can only assume that I will get a save, right? Uh, I actually roll to hit, and that's a 23 to hit. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Great, great, great. And so you're going to take 12 points of poison damage, and you must make a constitution saving throw. Okay, you are poisoned until the end of your next turn. Now, poison just gives me disadvantage, doesn't it? Let's go to the Google! Let's go to the Google! Yes, disadvantage on... So you have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. So you've got double disadvantage. That's nothing that you just said. That doesn't exist. Good good try. It doesn't, though. So on on Gobbo Man's turn... He, what he does is he kind of hups his, his two-headed direwolf, and this direwolf closes in on this corridor. Who's in front over here? I had pictured it as um, Babatha. I guess it's just Babatha and Galtier here. Which one of you guys is in front? I had pictured it as Babatha. But... Oh, actually, no, you're absolutely right. Uh, it's Babatha. She walked out first. Uh, most confidently being the smallest if she walks behind Galtier she often can't see what he's doing and she was responding to Blep's call so um, so this two-headed direwolf he hup hups it and it and he places it so that it's kind of like in melee range mechanically with all three of you guys so he is between Blep and Babatha and Galtier it would be like directly in front of him and what he does is he kind of like smacks the heads of his of his direwolf and p- directs them towards blep and he leans back on it he like grabs the fur of the of this direwolf and leans back on it and he says to babitha the name's sturge darling pleasure to meet you i don't know if you knew this about old billiam but the bounty's up to a hundred gold pieces tomorrow (laughs) and the two heads of the direwolf attack blep 
Left gonna cast. Oh, well, I guess no. So let's see how this first, guy goes. Yeah, do what you. Well, got. first off, uh, when they, when, how do you, what do you mean they attack Blep? What I mean is their big mouths open up okay, and they cool. try to place Blep within the confines of their jaws and clamp down. Great. Go ahead and try and do that. Kinda. Okay. Seventeen to hit. Uh, that hits. And the second one is gonna be a miss with a ten. I'm assuming because he has armor or something. That is a miss. Correct. So, uh, I'm going to deal a little bit of damage, right? Ooh, max damage, baby! Eight damage to Bleparoon. Okay. Uh, you're going to take three poison damage uh, for touching him. With the I'm going to need you to make... I need you to make a constitution save as well. We really didn't give Liza's plan very much time. Hold on. Nick, how many, how many hit points did I take? You took eight points of damage and you need to make a con save. That's an 18 con save. Dang it! You passed. Great. So you took. So you need to make a con save as well. Damn it! I am rolling very poorly. Five. Cool. So you take three. I don't like of it. Damage from putting your mouth all up on Bleth. Not on my pupper. Uh, and also he uh, casts hellish rebuke. On my uh, pupper. One reaction. Yeah. Sorry, baby. He uh, points a webbed finger at your pepper, and it is immediately er surrounded by hellish flame. Uh, go ahead like and make it. a deck saving throw. <laughs> I don't like it. Holy smokes. Uh, 13? Uh, you are so lucky that passes. Yes. So you will take half damage, which is lucky for you because it's 2d10. Wow. Four fire damage as well. And I'm just curious, if you are riding a creature that erupts into hellish flame, it just seems to me like you might have to make some sort of reaction to Nah, because the dog passed the save. The dog jumped out of the way of the flames. Meet our newest character, Lady Mike, attorney at law. Yeah, yeah but he passed his save, so he was like, yay, yay, and jumped out of, actually it was more like, it jumped out well, of the way. Okay. I'm coming for you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're up, Gaultier. Actually, no, probably not. <laughs> Just kidding. What the hell? What the frog do? Gaultier, you're up. You got a, hey, a, a two headed dire wolf riding goblin directly in front of you. Um, I would like to quickly glance back and see what Liza is up to now that we have <laughs> fully screwed the pooch I'm giving them the time to do any of their plan. Yep. <laughs> just looks fully shell-shocked, buck naked, just so like, oh, cool. Well, so wait, are you naked, you're naked William coming back at this point? Yeah, yeah, he's, <laughs> naked William is probably like right behind you if you want to be. Yeah, uh, Liza is like, as, as they are changing and becoming Billiam, all of this is happening in the other room, and they're just like, well, fuck, man. You should give William <laughs> a scar on his face or something really notable that he doesn't necessarily already have that we can put on his big head. He did. He gave him a micropenis. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> and I'm talking like this, right? This hey, is Billiam's voice. What are you doing? I'm, you're I'm basically... Oh, wait. Yeah, you're trying to do that, aren't you? Uh, you're doing a good yeah, job. Yeah, I'm basically nice William, so... Nice All right. I'm... Yeah. I'm going to grab uh, a Billy Liza. Billiza? Billiza. I'm going to grab Billiza. Max, workshop it. 
Uh, Lilium? <laughs> I'm liking Lilium. Yep. Lilium uh, sounds like a rare element. Let me, yeah, let me take us to that. I'm going to grab Lilium, the 287th element. Um, and then I want to throw up a gauntleted hand to this goblin, goblinoid figure. And I do kind of want to, like, keeping uh, Lilium at arm's length, I want to step up and sort of, like, kind of impose myself a little bit between the heads. I know I can't really move in the space, but just sort of like that body language. So like, yeah. now, 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 hold on just a minute here. We have the perpetrator in question, just as requested. There's no need for all this hostility. We can all quiet back down now. Hold your ma, Gert. He smacks the side of the, the side of the dog's head. One of them. Okay. What do you I, want I didn't with me? I start any of this, but I want William. Well, you can't have him. We have a right. I mean, yes, William, speak, speak in your defense. <laughs> Can I at least know the person who is coming after me? I hope you know that by tomorrow, everybody's coming after you. But I'm Sturg, and I found you first. It's not that hard to find me. You came to my place of business. And a foolish hiding spot it was. Well, now, Sturg, <laughs> here's where I believe that we hit our first uh, impasse in negotiations. Uh, you have not found uh, our friend Billiam first. As you can see, we are already here. And I want to uh, tighten, tighten the hand on uh, <laughs> Billiam's shoulder and say, and now, of course... I think I'll be collecting that bounty, so uh, kindly, if you could, please depart. Roll intimidation. Okay, I am going to use commanding presence to add a superiority die to this. Oops. Oh, God. Oh, I have a ton of points in that. I'm really good at this. Oh, really? Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> that is a 27. Holy shit. What? Jesus. <laughs> God damn. Oh my god. Now, the the weight of royalty weighs heavy upon quite a few of us, but we carry it with style and grace. One of his hands just like plunges into this dog's fur and just grabs it and pulls straight backwards. He's he uses this dog's fur like you would reins on a horse or something, and he just pulls it backwards and slowly he steps out of range of Babitha, Blep, and Gaultier, and he steps backwards. Well, maybe you found him first, but I won't forget this. You haven't seen the last of Sturgeon Kirk? Well, now I hope that's true, Sturge, because it seems like you are a fine tracker yourself, just uh, one step slower than some others. He, he growls at you. The dog is growling at you. The other dog's head is growling at you. And they're going to... Um... And you tell everybody to stop coming after Billiam, the smallest penis in Crusha. They won't have to when you're dead, Billiam. If you guys will allow it, uh, Sturge and Gurk are going to slowly back their way out of the romp house you have more than effectively intimidated the shit out of this guy i want to add to the illusion of us being you know a band of uh trackers or mercenaries or whatever and take uh lilium sort of by the scruff of the hair and kind of like shake him around a little bit like i'm like <laughs> yeah we got this is you. your chance to get at him 
Yeah, <laughs> or, was, I mean to get it, Liza. <laughs> well, it's just it's just like a you know I'm trying to sell it, but I don't think Galtier is probably not particularly good at it. So yeah, you guys see as this direwolf and goblin back out of the romp house, the door closes behind them, and you see them like as soon as the door closes, they just like turn and take off into the darkness. Uh, can I, as soon as the door closes, can I cast Minor Illusion, obviously, as a cantrip? To make the dick and bigger? No. Um, I can do that myself. Um, you forget that my, my body is clay. I am going to cast Minor Illusion and have it be Billiam's voice screaming with, like, a, I don't know, the sound of a sword going through a body, like, simultaneously. Oh, yeah. I like that. Cool. So, Scourge and Gurk. Scourge and Gurk. Like, th- he- think they hear, oh, Billiam's dead. Like, people think that Billiam is dead. Yeah, that's awesome. At this resolution to conflict, Liza and Galtier, you see Billiam, who's, like, tucked behind this opening right where he couldn't be seen. And he stands up straight, and he's got this big smile on his face. A hundred gold pieces. <laughs> Can you believe that? That is an impressive sum for some criminal types, but you understand we're now officially running out of time to get you out of here and pull off our little rooms. Oh, yeah, right. I guess I had assumed that I would at least make it through the night, but... Uh, you have just died, my friend. Liza is I going to turn to Billiam and just be like, did I get it right, or is this smaller? <laughs> he looks down at your penis... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know man he looks down at your penis and he just like he shrugs looks down at his penis he looks down at his penis and he just like shrugs and nods yeah not too far off really <laughs> oh wow i'm so sorry Good this guess. was this was fully a joke this was fully a joke i apologize profusely <laughs> well, that's that's not very funny at all i mean yeah no I, i'm <laughs> so sorry okay so this puts us in a unique position to basically fake his death what do you guys what babitha has a plan to make a fake head of some sort what where are you guys at now the the request was like his head on a pike right it was like they literally yeah. wanted like a totem of we killed this guy yeah they wanted his head hung from the sign of the shop as a warning to anybody who worked with him Angie Babs, what do you got? Uh, well, I want clay, I want pigments, I want a decorative gourd, and I want some very, very, very thin leather. <laughs> this is a pawn shop. Why would I have a decorative gourd? What if Liza were to cast Thunderwave on the front of the shop and just explode the front of the shop? And so there's nothing that we can hang the head off of. Well, then I would have to put the he- fake head on the ground and then people would quickly realize it's a fake head, Liza. If it's just on the ground, <laughs> anyone can just walk up to it. That's yeah, right. no, she's right. I mean, Like, if it was on the ground, I could tell that it was just a gourd. Oh, well, we don't have the gourd, do we? No. Nah. Is there a corner? Is there a corner? When I was... A corner? 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 Hey, um, Babitha, Babitha, you got your gum Arabic earlier. Uh, You got some clay earlier. Why don't you roll an investigation check? And I'll use that to dictate what sort of goods you're able to find, what quality and caliber of goods you're able to find in this here little pawn shop. Um, It's not a very big pawn shop, right? Like, it's just a couple of rows of shelves and things like that. It's just knickknacks and 
Yeah, it's uh, it's actually a, an 11 for Valentine. There is no decorative gourd, but there is a deflated official NFL football. Uh, might, might not be the right shape and size, but maybe you can make something happen. It'll be great. Pig skin. I was just going to ask if we could get a pig bladder or some leather, and here I found pig skin. I found the best... I found the best of both worlds. I mean, that's what I get with just rolling an 11. Had I rolled a 20, perhaps I would have found liquid latex. That would have been great. I don't think that exists in this world. Everything exists in this world. It's a world of magic and fantasy. Oh, well, then I would have asked for liquid latex right away. (laughs) So, yeah, you're able to find the things that would be at minimum required to make a fake head. However, these are not the things at minimum required to make a good fake head. Sure, 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 sure. Now... Bible thought, it seems to me that we might have some difficulty if people look a little too close at our fake head here. Uh, now, when I said, hung from a sign. Absolutely. And I was thinking uh, back when I served with the Legion, there were soldiers in our company that came down with the swamp pox down there in the Merklands. Now, of course, yeah. you would see the Legions and things, and nobody wanted to go near them. So maybe we could give our uh, deceased friend here. A little, a little extra juice that might keep the people from looking too closely. Oh, mm. sure. I mean, listen, it'll ruin the business for the brothel, but not for long. I mean, they'll bounce back. I don't I mean, think it's it. going to be the first time the swamp pox has rolled through the romp house, if you get my meaning. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I again, I had kind of hoped that we had, uh, we had been able to communicate that to Liza said he had already been having them when he appeared amongst the goblin and his now would you call call a two-headed direwolf is it a direwolf is it direwolves is it a pack can you be your own pack a dual wolf it's actually called a dual wolf I think dual it's wolf. I think it's one of those like a passersby where it's a dire's wolf Oh. It's still just the one wolf, but it's twice as dire. Oh, yes, yes, yes. What kind of of check can we roll, like a crafting check? Well, I have potter's tools that I'm proficient in. And that's just dexterity? That's intelligence is my attribute for that and my proficiency bonus. I would like you to roll a craft cabeza roll but use your craft use your pottery tool roll bonus <laughs> craft cabeza charisma minus wisdom 18 plus 5 is a 23 baby I love these guys somehow with these meager goods that you found you are able to craft my own into my own little, you know, pouches and things. It's a little bit of you, this. You're able to there. craft a cabeza that you feel very confident that if hung from the romp house sign is pretty damn passable, as long as nobody takes a very close look at it. Excellent. Excellent. And I'm sure we could make it smell too. We can just cast, you know, some sort of illusion. I can uh, let off a stink bomb when we let it, when we leave and it'll smell like Why don't we just rub while. it on your little friend there? I was gonna say, have blipped your shit in him. <laughs> on that note, why don't you all just shit on it? No. Well, now don't be coarse. Yeah. How dare you? What do I look like? Some sort of froggy man? That's a funny joke because you're French. <laughs> now hold on just a minute. <laughs> 
we could dive into this a little bit, but I'm, I, I think we're better off to just kind of hand wave a little bit. You guys make a head, you hang a head from the sign, maybe smear a little bit of fake blood on the sign to make it look a little bit more believable. Do you guys want to do anything else to try to fake this killing? How many people are in this place? Everybody is just in their room porking like there's no tomorrow. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I mentioned that I was crafting it all, you know, in the powder room and everything. Um, I think what we should maybe do an elaborate, you know, make it sound like there's a loud scuffle coming from a room just, just in case, you know. I think that your hellish rebuke and uh, etc. probably would. Yeah, we did do that. we did do a like a Wilhelm scream. <laughs> Liza, yes, Liza did like a. <laughs> yeah, no, you you guys did have a little scuffle, so there's no need yeah. to uh, to fake that. We cleared it out. We've got it. Everything looks like there's been some stuff. We already have witnesses to say that we were going to kill him, that we planned to kill him. Clearly, we just handled it. Um, now, if you don't mind, um, I think... Well, I think I um, will leave the ladder climbing to one of you for... Evil-bodied folks, as it is. Let's not let's not dig too much into how you guys frame this. Just tell me what you want to do, and you can't have done it. I've asked someone to climb a ladder and put the head upon. Okay, the I'll... head is the head is on. Yeah, we want to display the head. This is where I would I would want to debate with you guys. Do we want to sort of start a commotion so that like a, some regular patrons are the ones who come out? You know what I mean, and see it, and like that's how the word spreads. Or do we want to, like, just march up to the mayor and say, like, hey, come back. Like, look at this. Uh, I think that Blep is going to take uh, the, the remaining paint that's uh, in the canister and write uh, in large letters uh, across the romp house sign, uh, tax evaders take heed uh, in Ooh. quite delicately and legible handwriting. That's pretty in good. In common. Malcolm Gunn. He writes. <laughs> he understands and you know reads and writes common. He just speaks Grum. And you know why not? It's his first language. You should go. You know, if it's your first language, you have someone who can speak it. Why not? Okay, you guys frame the, frame this killing. We got to hustle Billiam out of here, right? Yeah. yeah so so oh, I mean, your guys. Liza. Is... Go ahead. Liza Liza has a disguise kit for Billiam, and also. I have minor illusion, which I don't think there's a whole lot we can really do, but maybe it'll make it look like there's blood dripping. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> there's some crafting time that we we lost, or not lost, but used, right? So Liza could theoretically be yeah. uh, sprucing up yeah. Billiam at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've got minor illusion. I've got unseen servant. I, I just don't know how those could really serve us right now. Maybe unseen servant creepily put the head up. <laughs> no one saw any of us do it. Oh no, I think we should we should do it. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, like, you guys yeah. are hired. Like yeah, if there's yeah. if there's any I, we want we want to be seen doing it. That's the whole point. <laughs> Liza is fully uh dressed now, back in Great. their regular form and is um Do we just Oh good. sorry Maxim. No, you're good. Do we want to try to go see Pops before news of this breaks? Yes. Well, I figured we were probably going to smuggle Billiam okay. to Pops. Let, yeah, let's take Billiam and, and Thelma Pops right now, and then yeah. we can deal with yeah. the mayor tomorrow. Exactly. Let everybody, like, well... is A a hundred gold pieces is a lot of money, but mm -hmm. is a hundred gold pieces... 
<laughs> as as one of my former coworkers would say when they were talking about like buying golf sweaters at a very prestigious golf course. Yeah, it's just really expensive, and she just goes for some, and just like walks away. <laughs> it was the it was the worst thing I've ever seen. It was well. Now that's it all. That's a position that makes perfect sense to me personally. <laughs> so uh, I, I want Liza to do some sort of insight check just to see, okay, is a hundred gold pieces worth it to Pops to completely sell out his own dude? Like, are we going to be taking Billiam to his actual death or are we going to be getting, or is this going to be like good like for us personally? Thelma would know that, right? Like Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's yeah, it. Because it, that's the converse. Is actually... Right? Like, will Pops just kill Billiam for the money? In which case, yeah, yeah, yeah. in which case we get exposed as liars immediately? Or... Right. Or do we smuggle Billiam out, tie the sleuth end up, say bye and... to Billiam, go to the mayor, handle Pops But, but then alternatively, yeah. does that mean that Pops only gets the side of the story, which is that we definitely killed his homie Billiam? No, if we have Thelma. Do you ask Thelma that? Oh. Yeah. We should talk to Thelma. Yeah. And Billiam, I guess. We grab both of them and I'd say like, now, yeah. obviously we are on a bit of a ticking schedule here. What exactly is your uh, relationships to this Pops character? If we hand you over to, if we take you back to Pops, will uh, this just turn into Kill Billiam Volume 2? Oh. <laughs> 50 experience points. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Another movie I haven't seen. Chumps. I, look, I just want you to know how out of character it is for me to support the system <laughs> and talk about how great taxation is all night. No experience points. <laughs> the real joke here is capitalism. Thelma <laughs> <laughs> stops in her tracks as you guys are making a fake head and, and uh, disguising up Billiam. She takes off um, her gloves that she's been wearing, leather-bound gloves, she holds up one of her hands and she's missing her first two fingers on her left hand. And she's, she says to Liza, you see that? Remember when you told me when we first met that I should just leave? Vaguely. Yeah, I vaguely remember that. When I was 14, I tried to just leave. Pops doesn't like that sort of shit. He's not cool with that. To Pops, listen, 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 listen. I see your eyes. To Pops, loyalty is everything. He would never kill Billion. Even if it was volume two? He would never kill Billion part two. He might take a finger. Can I he might take check? a second finger a second time. Yeah, I want an insight as well. Loyalty is everything. Yeah, roll insight. Can I do like an insight specifically into the fact that she is low on the ladder of the organization, uh, theoretically? Is she worth it to like, is she just stupid? Is she buying into the, the bullshit? Yeah, go ahead and roll. Um, you guys can all roll if you want. I would prefer rolling over the sound of those pretzels. <laughs> those things are so loud, Michael. <laughs> it's unbelievable, right? <laughs> Sorry, what'd you get? I rolled a six. Uh, Galtier got a 19. Okay. Tabitha? It's an 11. Galtier, you tend to be more in tune with your insightful side than these other two. During your travels with Thelma, she really... Although she might seem to be fairly low on the ladder from from Liza's judgment, you think that might be a mischaracterization of her being below Willow. 
Now, the things that she says and the way that she talks about Pops are almost in an idolistic way. Like, she looks up to Pops in all things. He's smart. He's cunning. He knows how to make things happen, and he does it. Gaultier, you astutely believe what she's saying, that to Pops, loyalty is everything. There would be nothing without Pops. And he knows that, and he treats his people that way. Okay. As long as you don't turn on Pops, Pop don't turn on you. Well, now, sounds like we got a place we can at least let Billiam lay low for a little while. And perhaps we should take this opportunity to go meet this Pops ourselves and uh, see what all the fuss is about. Well, I completely agree. We don't want to wait too long before somebody gets the idea that they're going to claim our kill. Do we? Are we certain that enough people witnessed us doing this? Also to note, you guys One were moment. not offered that, any money. Li- Liza, Liza. No, I know, but nobody else knows that. They all think that we're doing it to collect the money on his head. Liza, darling. Um, do you think you could go out there with your kind of, you know, booming bardic presence, as it were, and make an announcement to uh, send for the mayor's people to come and take witness that our band of heroes, this would be an ideal time for me to have had a really good band name uh, for us, when realizing now. Um, anyone thought of a good band name? Anyway, while we think of that, let them know that the otherwise cool dudes, uh, no, cool, hmm, uh, maybe that's not the word. Well, listen, the, the artist soon to be named, uh, Thelma and the other four. Uh, no, I don't, that's not quite doing it for me. I mean, Thelma, like I just want to let you know, I will kill you. The celestial quadrilateral the What if we what if we rearrange the letters in all of our names? There's gotta be a word there, right? <laughs> now <laughs> this seems that wasn't very nice, Bleb. Right, I would think he was just putting the B B L G T together. Oh oh excuse me, pardon me, if I could just squeeze right in here. Hey, it's Nick. How are you guys doing? I just wanted to uh, interrupt really quick and say hi. What's going on? Oh, I'm just hanging out, doing a little work. Well, this is the part where I tell you that I just deleted 25 minutes of these guys trying to figure out what their team name is. It's fun. We had a good time doing it, and I don't think that it would be a lot of fun to listen to that for almost a half an hour. So, the only thing that you need to know is that the group has decided on a name, and they decided also that they wanted to make an announcement to as much of the city as possible. That's where we're at, and I'm going to throw you right back in. Sorry for the interruption. I hope you understand. So, you guys want to make this proclamation to the Romp House. Uh, or how, to the whole How is city. that going to go? You're... You're just going to talk to the whole city? Yeah, I'm using I'm going to use Thunderwave to explode my voice because yes. it's it's able to be heard up to 300 feet away. Yeah, I've I've asked that Oh I've Jesus, asked, okay. I've okay. asked Liza to go outside and make a here's ye. I don't know if you you caught that, but a here's ye typically does take place well, out Well, I mean, doors. well yeah, but that doesn't do anything if it's like midnight and there's nobody there. That's true. But but if you cast a thunder wave and make a really loud Yeah, ooh. if you do a thunder wave, sure, you can just go talk to yeah. nobody, talk to everybody, sure. I'm going to wake okay. everybody up, goddamn it. 
yeah. God stabs it. Yeah, I, I see what you're driving at. That's not what I was what I was envisioning, but okay, yeah, yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. I'll allow it. Um, cool. We're having fun. Yeah. So, Liza, uh, if we are telling people that we are a team of adventurers or of folks who are uncovering things, I uh, searching for seek, treasures. Seeking? <laughs> seeking? seeking? Well, we're seeking... We're like seekers of the shard, right? I mean, that sounds kind of yeah. cool. And we're also like, you know, like prism people, you know, because it's like different colors. So that would be kind of fun. Um, Babitha and the Blebets, I think, would also be... Now, nah, hold on. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of that yeah, one, of, personally. Of course, we just want to stick to the core of our message here. Let everybody know that we are uh, commissioned by the king himself to take care of his royal business. Oh, perfect. Okay, I'll I'll make that announcement. Okay. Well, now normally she doesn't listen to me that easily. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty good name. To the people of Kresha. <laughs> Reverberates down the streets all the way around. It's fucking midnight. <laughs> Please understand. We are better than all you criminals. <laughs> now that part I do agree with. <laughs> the team known as Blythe's uncoverers of truth, treasures, and such, yes. also known as Butts, are hereby yeah, a wonderful <laughs> team commissioned by me. Now that is not what we talked about. Commissioned by the king. We have captured your man, Billiam, and we will be collecting your hundred gold pieces. Be warned, we do not fuck with people unless they fuck with us. Good day. I mean, it's midnight. I'm sorry. Bye. <laughs> uh, a classic 45-second casting of Thunderwave. You hear from way off in the distance. Shut the hell up! But you also hear from a little bit closer. Have a good night. I'm really concerned that my neighbors are going <laughs> to fuck them. <laughs> so I always hey, say, you know what? Em. It's good for them to know. That butts is in the house. <laughs> and my the neighbors that I'm literally yelling into the wall uh, at moved in. <laughs> so, I these folks I have ruined some of their dinners by uh, like fucking fucking around with my students on Zoom and doing fitness classes very loudly with my window open. You based your proclamation. Now it's probably time to skip. You guys want to? take Thelma and Billiam back over to Pops. Yeah. That seems to be the uh, the general consensus. I've got to I've got to mark off my thunder wave, sorry. <laughs> so Thelma leads you guys down these dark alleyways now. Like we've established it's late at night, it's dark. There's still a few flickering street lights randomly that still work. And Thelma leads you guys to this really shady end of town, even worse than where you guys were. There's a small rustling set of metal stairs that lead down to this 
platform that is next to the river that flows next to Crescia. So you guys are on the edge of town, and the river flows pretty swiftly around this platform that you guys are on. It's flowing through like a concrete trench. I don't know what you actually call them, but it's like one of those big trenches that flows in like Southern California. Oh, you mean the thing they race in in Greece? Yes. Yeah. We skateboard in them a lot. It's one of these like viaducts that's the the river, the two stone river, one of one fork of it flows around Crescia and you guys are right next to it like going down these metal stairs onto this platform. And the water in this particular area is just brown and gross and it smells terrible. Uh, while we're sort of making our way through there, um, I want to just talk to Thelma, um, not like super sneaky, but just a little bit quiet because it's sort of just for her, like get up to the front of the pack with her. Um, mm-hmm. And Galtier will um, touch the, the red poinsettia that he wears on his armor, um, you know, to mark Madrigal. And kind of gesture to it himself and say, Now, I'm obviously a man who values uh, loyalty and duty. It is one of the cornerstones of, well, my whole life as an oath knight. But uh, that right there, and I'm going to point down at her hand, say, that, uh, that's not what loyalty looks like necessarily. Those that uh, choose to keep your loyalty uh, through cruelty maybe don't deserve it all the time or ever. Mr. Galtier, are you trying to tell me you never did anything stupid when you were a kid? Oh, now I've had my share, fair share of misadventure, but, uh, well, those that I'm loyal to have always been loyal to me, and uh, I just want you to know there are other ways. I don't, I don't think that you understand. Did you ever get a spanking when you were ever a kid? Did you ever get the old paddywhack? Did you ever get a pop across the chin? <laughs> You ever say something you weren't supposed well, not, to? No, of course, Mother Desjardins was never so cruel as to do something like that. And the nannies were not allowed to hit the children. Yes, well, there was a, <laughs> a quite a gaggle of nannies fawning around us, but uh, I've been in a scrape or two with some of my brothers. What kind of punishment did you get for that? Well, of course, no it was pudding. in the context of training to become a valiant knight, you see. No So it probably wasn't too bad. Let me, let me put it to you a different way. What if you tried to... What if you tried to stab your mom? What would your dad do? <laughs> this took a turn, Thelma. Well, nah, Sorry, I, not eavesdropping, bye. Hypothetically, I believe he would react quite harshly. But I'll say this. Love does not hurt. Well then, Mr. Dejumeau, she looks away from you. Maybe you've been loving the wrong people. Galtier will just sort of like nod and kind of like just give her a little squeeze on the shoulder and kind of let the conversation die. You'll see. Pops isn't a bad guy. At this point, you guys are, you've made your way down these metal stairs. Thelma's like fallen abnormally quiet. She's usually kind of a little chatterbug and she's fallen kind of quiet. You can tell she's lost in thought after that. And you guys go through this door at the bottom of these stairs and pretty quickly you can tell that you guys have taken a turn into the undercroft of Crescia. You guys are in the Crescian sewer systems. All the brown and foul-smelling water that is flowing in the river is coming from where you guys are now heading. As you guys 
navigate your way with Billiam and Thelma leading the way through these through these sewer systems, generally on catwalks and pathways. You're not you know you're not sludging through the the poop water itself, but you start to hear like a a pretty consistent. It's just like this thudding. It kind of stands out from the the slow flowing of water falling in the background. And you guys progress farther. You probably walk into the underbelly of the city for 20 minutes, 25 minutes. You start to realize you're getting closer to this thudding. You guys by now have probably lost your way. Maybe you're good with navigation and you could probably find your way out. But the gist is where you're going is not easy to find. And as you get deeper and deeper in this sewer system, you come on a narrow hallway that is lit by these old flickering fluorescent lights, basically, kind of flickering. And you see the shape of somebody that's kind of slumped on the far side of the corridor next to a a door that closes off the far side. And you can see that this figure is, is slumped down against one wall. They're just throwing a ball against the wall on the far side. As they're just sitting there by themselves. You guys step up, Thelma in the lead, and this person stops throwing the ball as he addresses you and acknowledges that you guys are getting closer. Hold on one second. Who's that out there? Who's that out there? And Thelma steps forward. She gestures you guys to stop. I gotta be honest with you guys, I didn't think of this guy's name. Just make one up, Nick. You've done such a good job every time you just pull a name out of your hat. Hey, Terry. It's just me, Thelma. <laughs> I don't fucking know, guys. What's his name? Terry. That's not a bad name. That's a normal person's name. Hey, I'm bad at names. Yeah, t- Terry <laughs> is actually short for, like, Terry you Pujol know, or something, but they, it's Crescia, so they call him Terry. Hey, Terry, it's just me, Thelma. You, uh, you mind if we come on in? Terry stands up. Thelma, who's that you got with you? It's Will came in earlier, and, uh, she said you probably weren't coming. Who's, uh, who's this? Don't worry about it, Terry. I, we just, we gotta talk to Pops for a little bit. We gotta take care of a little bit of business, and, uh, well, you know. You know how it goes. You have good days and bad days. Today was just not a good day, but I made a couple friends. Well, all right, I guess, as long as you're vouching for them. Is that right? Of course I am. There's going to be no trouble. Don't worry about it. All right, it's not my head. This person you notice as you're walking through is, is like a young kid, probably like 12 or 13 years old, who was just chucking this ball at the wall while he was hanging out watching the door. You guys walk through the door of this sewer system corridor. You guys enter onto this large, large, massive antechamber that has an odd array of just stuff. Um, This antechamber is probably a thousand gross Swayze's. I mean, it is large. Holy shit. This chamber has two floors. The upper one is this balcony that goes along the entire rim of the chamber where you see shelves and chairs in one area there's a jacket and a pair of pants that are hanging over the handrail and another portion of the railing a dozen or so bars are painted in apparent random colors 
on the ground floor where you entered. To the right, there's these steel shelves that line a few of these walls that are stocked with things like clothes and towels. They have toothbrushes, canned foods. One shelf has an odd assortment of ornate clay pots, and another one is stacked with what looks like handbags of various colors. One is, one is full of nothing but children's toys. You see candles, rolls of rope, wires, scrolls, books, stacks of papers, just everything you could think of. It's an unimaginably wide array of things that are just scattered about on these shelves. The floor of this chamber that you guys walk in on is a massive grate with this gross sewage water that gently flows underneath. And in the middle of the room, as you guys walk in, are a dozen or so tables and chairs where even right now, this late at night, there are a few children that are shouting at each other as they play some sort of game. Off to the left as you enter, in the center of this chamber is what looks like a small quote-unquote tent city where you see sleeping pallets and pillows, blankets, all sorts of things where people would sleep. Thelma looks back at you guys and she says, Capital H home, and we'll see you guys next week. Well, this is truly awful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's definitely not a glamorous place, but uh, it's a place. I am truly exhausted after this episode because of the amount of, like, just the whole name thing for some reason <laughs> just took a lot of time. Yeah. I'm dumb and not funny.